This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. We're live in Fargo. This is the last segment of Real Presence Live on this beautiful Wednesday morning, the day before Thanksgiving. This is Ryan Sappo. I'm alongside Jack Kennelly here in studio in Fargo. And uh, Jack's looking at a couple of jokes here. I don't know which one he's going to pick, but this is going to be... They're, they're hard to pick this from. This is going to be they're, dangerous. They're, they're all so bad. Yeah, they are so bad. These, okay. are, these have been terrible yeah, so they, far. Definitely a theme day today <laughs> on, on, on these. What, this is an easy one. Okay. And, um, uh, okay. What type of key can never open doors? Oh, this is a Thanksgiving-related one? I think yeah. I know the answer. Uh... I don't know. Is it a turkey? Oh, it it is. <laughs> the guy's a genius. <laughs> I, I went to eye doctor school. That's oh, a, I think that's what it is. Okay. Do you, yeah. do you want to try another one? I think we need another one, Jack. Okay. Why can't a turkey eat anything on the last Thursday of November? Uh, that would be Thanksgiving. So why? I'm not sure. Be- because um, it's always stuffed. <laughs> Oh, you know they, so you know they don't do that so much anymore. They say you're not supposed to be filling the turkey cavity with that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine that uh, that that these jokes probably need some more context or yeah, some kind they, of other specificity. Yeah, they need to be updated. Yeah, it's it's old school. It's yeah. old school. But we are so excited on this last segment to talk to be talking with Leah Novak on the phone. Leah, thank you so much for spending time with us this morning. You're here to talk about the oh, you're five. Welcome. You're welcome. You're, you're here to talk about the Five Sisters Project, and I, I have a whole bunch of questions about that. But before we do, tell us where you're calling from and uh, tell the listeners about yourself. Well, I am living on a farm. I look out and see the snow that we have here in southern Minnesota. I live near Wells on a family farm. I'm a retired teacher, and I'm a very good friend of Tracy Mullenbeck, the founder of the Five Sisters in Wells. Fantastic. And tell us a little bit about the Five Sisters Project, what it does, what the mission is specifically. Well, the mission of Five Sisters is to offer hope, help, and healing for women and families when they find themselves in a crisis. Mm. It provides a like a safe place for women to land after a sometimes very traumatic event. Wonderful. Tracy, are there um are it was there a specific moment that you got involved with Five Sisters? Was this something that happened from the beginning when you were working with Tracy? Leah, tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I just remember um, my father died many years ago. Uh, well, it's like in 1994 he died, which is a long time when you're the daughter missing a dad. But he had a he had a, a place in his heart for. In those days, they were called battered women. And he told me one time when he couldn't sleep at night, he would pray for battered women. And I never asked him why. He must have known of someone in his history. But I just thought. That's something I need to continue. And so my family, my husband and I, we've done everything we can to support this ministry and come alongside Tracy and help with projects. Now, is the, uh, is this, is the Five Sisters Project, is that uh, kind of a local uh, program, uh, you know, kind of meeting the needs of the women in your, your geographic area, or is it something that's kind of spreading out, you know, beyond that? Well, right now we are just a local ministry. We're located in Wells, and we do have emergency housing, and we have a staff and volunteers that help women that are referred to us from this south-central Minnesota area. Okay. And uh, 
How long has it been in existence? When did it start? In in, in 2016, um, Tracy had this vision that really came together for her, and she was able to find housing, office space. Uh, as we went along each project, the money to put in the air conditioning, the money to get everything up to code, the money for the furniture, the money for office staff. Every step of the way, she's trusted in God, and we've seen how he has provided. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the whole, you, it's kind of like if you want to see the Holy Spirit at work, watch one of these kind of uh, yeah. grassroots efforts grow. I know we had something similar oh, to that up here yeah. with the uh, St. Gianna home up yeah. in Warsaw, North Dakota. And it was like, uh, you know, the, the, if they needed money, it came in. Yeah. And it, it just kind of, it, it reminds me of, um, oh, oh for, uh, Mother Cabrini. Yeah. It said that she never, she, she never started a project, and she built hospitals and uh, nursing homes and orphanages. It said she never started a project with the money. Yeah, she <laughs> just made it work. Yeah, and, yeah. the Holy Spirit does That's the rest. Beautiful. We're on the phone now, with Nia Novak. Every step of the way, yep, every step of the way she trusted, and it was so affirming to see how God met the need. That was just amazing. Leah, you are, uh, this This is a fantastic program. I, I, I'm curious about the name. This is the Five Sisters Project. That That's a very unique name. Is there a story behind that? Is there a, is there a reason? Oh, that, there certainly is. Tell, certainly tell me, is. Tell me the wanna... whole story. Okay, so get out your Bibles, get into the Old Testament. Let's go to the Book of Numbers, chapter 27. Okay. You're going to find five sisters, and I'm not going to name them because they're not like Christy, Jane, and Susie. They're five <laughs> sisters. They were left penniless after their father died. And up to this point, the Hebrew law gave sons alone the right to inherit. So if you were a woman, there was nothing for you. So these five girls, they came before Moses, the priest, the whole assembly, and they said, give us our inheritance. Mm. So Moses put their case before the Lord, and the Lord said, what these daughters say is right. Turn their father's inheritance over to the five sisters. So what the reason Tracy chose this, you know, she had a word from the Lord, but the world tries to tell us who we are Mm. and what you have inherited and what you deserve. But we try to let these women know everyone has an inheritance with their identity in Christ. We're on that's the, the story. We're on the phone with Leah Novak, and she is a part of the Five Sisters Project, serving the needs of uh, women and families in the south-central Minnesota area. And Leah, I, I, I'm curious about specific programs and services you offer. You alluded to a few of them, but are there, are there other things that you're doing uh, with the Five Sisters Project? Right. Well, the Five Sisters provides, like I said, emergency housing, this kind of safe place to land. Very often women will arrive with a black garbage bag Mm. filled with whatever they could grab at the last minute. And we do not refer to the women as victims. They are guests. Mm. We help them find services that are available to them. We like to give support to them as they're making new plans for a new life whether it's housing, education, legal advice, we help them get this safe place and give them that help. So, um, then we all. So you 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 provide assistance for women who may be trying to escape an abusive relationship. Exactly, exactly, 
And it might not always be escape. It might just be some counseling. It might be some support. It might be some help with clothing. It might be uh, just a place where they have a listening ear and someone can help them. But we do have the emergency housing available where they're provided with food and clothing. And then when they leave, very often we help with the furniture in their new home. So it's, uh, it's kind of like we're the family for these women who, who don't have a family who can come alongside and help them during this very traumatic time. Leah, what does the team look like at uh, the Five Sisters Project? Are there volunteers? Are there staff? Like, what, What's your role uh, specifically in the organization as well? Well, I'm one of the many volunteers. Tracy Mullenbeck is the director and the founder of Five Sisters. She has some uh, help in the office, but mainly she relies on volunteers. Mm. And she has a list that she calls for certain times, like we know we have with uh, and we just finished a festival of trees, and we had lots of volunteers involved with that. When there's a dance, we've had a barn dance before. Uh, we had volunteers that help with that. Anytime there's a certain activity, she knows on her list who likes to help with what. So she's got this vast list of volunteers that she that she calls upon. Well, and I'm one of those volunteers. Uh, so we don't be uh, so I don't forget to ask this before uh, the end of our segment here. Is there a place where if if someone of our listeners wanted to you know contribute, do you have a website where they can go to make a donation or uh, yes, someone they can call? Do. Yes, we do have a website. They can go to five written out f i v e five sisters project dot com, or if they want to mail in a donation, it would be. P.O. Box 203, Wells, Minnesota. And that would be Five Sisters Project at P.O.B. Box 203, Wells, Minnesota. But that information is also on the website, fivesistersproject.com. What a fantastic mission. This is such a cool thing. Right. It's yeah. It's unfortunate though that you know, that there is probably a real crying need for yeah, it too. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's something that I think is probably more needed than we would imagine. Um, Leah, when you are working as a volunteer, are there like any moments specifically that you can think back to of uh, uh, of life changing uh, encounters that have changed you or changed the, the the people you've served? Well, I often think about Tracy how she just goes out in faith to contact anyone who would... She visits with a lot of uh, social organizations like the Lions, you know, service organizations in towns, and she goes to churches. She goes anywhere where people will listen to her. And she makes a plea for these women. She's the voice for the voiceless, is what happens here. And she goes out and she explains the mission, and then very we hope the, the, the successful part of that would be they become a sponsor, and so we've had we've had women um, who hear this story, or maybe in the, their own past have had an encounter with a time where they needed something like the Five Sisters, and there wasn't one. Uh, so we have a lot of people who have that connection in their past, and it's a very, very heartfelt project for them to take on and assist with. That's a beautiful. So thing. I would say I'm just moved so often with how I see God has answered prayers, and God has it truly is a ministry of the Lord. 
Leah Novak is with us on the phone from the Five Sisters Project. If you want to learn more about their mission, if you want to donate to their cause, you can go to fivesistersproject.com, five, the word spelled, F-I-V-E, sistersproject.com. We're coming up on a break here, Leah, but on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about an event that you guys have coming up. So we're looking forward to that. We'll see you on the other side of the break here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo Di Filippis of St. Luke Productions. What the Magi Learned Going into the house, the Magi saw the child. Outwardly, their journey was now over, but at this point a new journey began for them which changed their whole lives. Deep within themselves, they felt prompted to go in search of the true justice that can only come from God, and they wanted to serve this king, to fall prostrate at his feet, and to play their part in the renewal of the world. This was where their inner journey began. It started at the very moment when they knelt down before this child and recognized him as the promised king. But they still had to assimilate these joyful gestures internally. They had to change their ideas about power, about God and about man, and in so doing, they also had to change themselves. They had to learn to give themselves. No lesser gift would be sufficient for this king. But they had to learn that their lives must be conformed to this divine way of exercising power, to God's own way of being. They must become men of truth, of justice, of goodness, of forgiveness, of mercy. They will have to ask, how can I serve God's presence in the world? They must learn to lose their life and in this way to find it. Having left Jerusalem behind, they must not deviate from the path marked out by the true King as they follow Jesus. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to our final segment of Real Presence Live with Jack Kennelly and Ryan Sapo as your, as your host. We're talking with uh, Leah Novak of the Five Sisters Project, which is based out of Wells, Minnesota. And uh, Leah, you've got an exciting event coming up, so why don't you uh, tell us a little bit more, uh, tell us a little about that. We are very excited. We have the international Christian recording star, Jason Gray, uh, with his special guest, Joshua Edwards, December 3rd, here in Wells at our high school auditorium. And his concert, the theme is Repeat the Sounding Joy. Mm. Now, that's a line that we hear very often in our Christmas carols, but when we stop and think about it, we are so hungry for joy in our lives. So if we can repeat that sounding joy, bring joy to others, and then repeat where we find our joy in Christ, I think it's just going to be a wonderful opportunity. People come away from Jason's concerts 
and feel like they have been fed, not just entertained, but fed. He is just a great guy. That's fantastic, and and uh, some of some of the things that uh, that that are happening down there. I mean, that's such a great great event. How did you get in contact with Jason Gray? Like, how did that happen? I, that's that's amazing. Well, Jason, yeah, Jason is from Southern Minnesota. He was raised by a single mom, wow. not too far away from well. So he understands these challenges that women face, and Jason has a deep compassion. For the work that's done here at Five Sisters, and he just loves the ministry. This is our third concert with Jason, and he's just, it's wonderful to hear Jason talk. And, uh, no, he's a great guy. He's a, he's a wonderful songwriter and performer. Yeah, and so do all the proceeds then go to uh, support the Five Sisters project? Yes, that will go into our operating budget. This year our goal is $65,000 that we would like to raise with this concert and that will all go towards our operating expenses. Like everyone, we have insurance, we have fuel bills, we have groceries, we have repairs, just like a home. And that's what it is. We have a home for women, a safe place to land. So we have, we've got bills. For those people who want to attend, do you purchase tickets in advance, or is it a free will offering? How how does one get in? Yes, tickets can be purchased in advance by going to the website. All the information they need about uh, purchasing tickets is on the website. And that's fivesistersproject.com? Correct. Perfect. Oh, that's great. Um, such an important thing. We were talking over the break, Jack, about how, how beautiful this mission is. And there are some similarities, I think, with the, the, the home in Warsaw that, uh, that we have up here. But um, it's just such a gift that when the church needs something... People in the church step up, and the Lord calls people in really very real ways to uh, to support women who are in crisis and also families who need need our help. So right. that's such a beautiful thing. And I think it's also important that you know the this sort of thing you know it comes from the laity. Yeah, you know it, it's not like you have a uh, you know a. Uh, a very popular, you know, priest or religious person, right. you know, that uh, it it uh, revolves around, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully that, uh, you know, it's it, it will be sustainable. Yeah. And, it, you know, and I think things things that come from the laity, I think, are have more of that possibility. Yeah. And it's not, yeah, it's not a top-down approach. Yeah. It's something that's coming organically. Yeah. yeah. Leah, how many, how many women can you accommodate at your facility? Well, we have three bedrooms in one um, facility, and then we have another place where, in more of an emergency, we could house a few more. So it's not a large place where we can house 40 women. But like I said, the, the important thing that we want to offer, help, hope, and healing. Yeah. And I think a very important thing is like we do not call them victims. Right. They are made in God's image with a future. So we offer a Bible study. And we offer hope to these women. A prayer is an integral part of this hope and healing that we help provide. You know, the world is always going to tell these women who they are and what they cannot do and what they should not have done. But the world is not the authority. Jesus Christ is our authority. And he has a future for each one of them. So that healing is going to come through knowledge of Jesus and his love for them then they're going to get their true inheritance, just like those five sisters did. 
Beautiful. We're talking on the phone with Nia, Leah Novak, and she is with the Five Sisters Project. Um, you can learn more about their mission at fivesistersproject.com. Um, they've got a really cool concert coming up at Wells High School. That's Jason Gray. Remind me the date and time of that again, Leah. The date is December 3rd, Saturday, Saturday. at 6 o'clock, at our, 6 and it's called the USC, United South Central Auditorium in Wells. Yeah. And it's Repeat the Sounding Joy with yeah. Jason Gray and Joshua Edwards. Fantastic. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful time. This is his Christmas concert. That's fantastic. Uh, are there other ways that people can help support the project? Yeah, there's. I mean, I, I, I'm sure, you know, the, the, the old line is some give by going and some go by giving. So there's, there's probably plenty of ways that we can support the Five Sisters Project. Leah, can you give us a few? Oh, there are. Even someone's living 500 miles away and hears this, there is something they can do. Number one is pray. Mm. Pray for these women. Pray for the five sisters. You can give a monetary gift. There's a provision for that on the website. But another one, I think, is adopting a project. Mm. I know that when the five sisters started, we had these empty uh, bedrooms that needed to be furnished. And my family, my sisters and my brother, we adopted a room. And we furnished a bedroom. And then uh, another friend said, we're going to do that, too. So people came along and furnished rooms. Um, there very often, you know, a project, a washer and dryer was needed. Somebody sponsored that. So if someone wants to adopt a project that takes a little bit more money at maybe a church, a group, they can contact at that website. They can give a message. And we'll contact, get back to them. But to adopt a project that's going to help and aid these women. Um, you could also say, you know what, I like the way this sounds. I want to see if Tracy can come to our church and listen, and we'll listen to her. And then maybe we'll sponsor her. That's great. So Tracy loves to be introduced to groups. Or volunteer for a group. I remember the things that I have volunteered for. I have volunteered at garden tours. I have volunteered at... Festivals of Trees, I have volunteered at square dances, I have volunteered as a someone to decorate, someone to greet. There's so many needs that a volunteer can fill. And then maybe they want to sponsor an event. Like they say, I would like to sponsor the Jason Gray concert next year. That would be huge. That would be huge. Mm -hmm. Another thing is to donate items. Maybe someone says, you know what, I would like to donate a new couch or a new television or a new computer something like that. So we can always look for someone who has a heart for God and who wants to help our ministry. Yeah. I, I think this is a good example, though, of how people in a community want to help. Yes. And when you have a, you know, have a vehicle like this, a project like this, they'll come because this yes. is their opportunity where they can get on the front line and they can actually see you know, where their, their money or their time and effort is paying off, mm -hmm. and, and I, I, you know, I just think that people, by and large, want to help when there's a need, and and and, and they they want to be able to see some of the fruits of you know what they've done. Jack, what you're saying, if I'm hearing this correctly, are you saying if you build it, they will come? <laughs> Something like that, right? Like it's it, it's beautiful. Yeah, like it's a, this is Southern Minnesota, not Iowa. Right. It's not, and we're not building a baseball diamond. Thank God. Um, but we're doing we're doing things that are much more important than that. And Leah, this is such a great mission, the Five Sisters Project. You can learn more about their mission, fivesistersproject.com. Uh, we're gonna throw it to Rachel for our preview of our next show, and then we can have a few more questions for Leah. 
On the next Real Presence Live, Monday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Steve Sponskowski and Tom O'Keefe are your hosts, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They will be talking with Sister Suzanne Stahl about the Maryvale Retreat Center in Valley City. And Father James Ermer will be sharing about the Eucharist from the time of the Reformation through Vatican II. All this and more is coming on the next Real Presence Live, Monday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Fantastic. Okay, that'll be good. That'll be an interesting talk about the uh, the Maryvale Convent. Yeah. Uh, that that's that's a big deal. It is a big uh, deal. The convent has been there. Well, the sisters have actually been. I used to work for SMP, the Sisters of Mary, the Presentation yes. Health System, and uh, they actually came to the United States in uh, 1903, I believe. Wow. And wow. uh, so they've been here for a long time. Maryvale Convent's been around since '65, and now they made a deal with the diocese, where the diocese is taking it over. Uh, it's 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 a big deal. Yes, it and it'll be an interesting uh, interesting discussion with Sister Suzanne. Leah, if uh, if you could, I just want to you know we're we're coming up on about a minute and a half left of uh, of the show, and I, I just want to know if you have any final thoughts or any other reflections that you wanted to get out to our listening audience about the Five Sisters Project, about this Jason Gray concert coming up on Saturday the third. Um, anything else that you wanted to share with us? Well, I, I guess I, I would like to say one last time that this nonprofit, we serve women, and sometimes they come with their children yeah. who might be in trouble, who might be, it's an intense, difficult time for them. We provide that confidential support, sometimes critical care, resources, referrals during this crisis. So it's help, hope, and healing for women. And we are so excited that Jason Gray is going to be with us and help just put in our hearts again to repeat the sounding joy the joy that we can find in Jesus. So Jason Gray in concert, December 3rd at Wells, Minnesota, 6 o'clock. Yeah, and if you're thinking uh, of uh, contributing, this is a, this would be a good one. And just think of, yes. like uh, Leah mentioned, sometimes the women just show up with a plastic bag with everything they have in it. Yeah, it's and, beautiful. And it's kind of like... How lost can you get? Yeah, and for someone to be there mm -hmm. for them, that's just such a beautiful thing. FiveSistersProject.com. I'm on your website right now. Really easy to give, really easy to find tickets for this concert. So thank you so much for spending time with us, Leah. Yeah, and that's a wrap-up for the day. Thank you, Ryan, for being with us. My pleasure, Jack. Always, Thanks for having me. Always fun to have you. And stay, stay tuned for more great Catholic programming on Real Presence Radio. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.